I'm doing a podcast with my best friend. I'm doing a podcast with my best friend. Go best friend, go best friend, go. Go best friend, go best friend. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the PPP. Uh, first of all, we'd like to apologize about our episodes. You know, life happens, you know. This is not our full-time job and we don't have a producer. But we tried our best, but you know, your favorite people, Chelsea and Jamal, back at it, at the crib, at Molly Mall's crib, you know. We're here doing it again. <laughs> we're here, I promise you, we're gonna get it together. Back with more teaser videos, stuff like that. And we're just keeping it buck with you, because we're honest, you know. Mm-hmm. We all got, we both got full-time jobs, responsibility. You got a baby. Yeah, I got a baby. Whole thing, like, life, you know. We're fat. I mean, that that's like a bit <laughs> <laughs> You know, life, life catch up sometimes, you know, like. It's depression. It's depression. Anyways. Anyways. What do you want to talk about today? We're talking about stuff that is perceived as reality versus what reality actually is. Mm, like all those crazy people out there. Or the people that tell us their podcast is good. Oh, right. Ooh, love uh, us. Yeah. Tell us the truth, people. Tell us the truth. Feedback is necessary. Any topics you guys want to listen to, yeah, please don't hesitate to slide into the DMs. Because... Let us know what you want to hear. What you want to hear. What you don't want to hear, I guess. Less of, more of. Yeah. You know. We're thinking of uh, a couple of different ideas for potential episodes, different things we can try. We're probably going to have a guest on soon, too, so... Keep an eye out. Keep it eye could out. be you. Don't say that. All six of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Starting from the bottom, now we're here. All six of you. Starting from the bottom. Appreciate it. Thank you. Don't forget to share. That's the most important thing. Like, share, subscribe, comment. We like it. Interact with us. Yeah, the more interactions we get, the more people are going to be exposed to our stuff. Anyway, we you know how TikTok works. You know, so... Here we are. Reality. Reality is, you can't start a podcast overnight. Unless you're already famous. Yeah, you can absolutely start a podcast overnight if you already have a following of some kind. We're building a following. We're trying. Um, You know, we're going to find our people. They're out there. We're like build a beer. Yeah, man. We'll we'll be whatever you want. Just pay us. I'm not not that easy. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm not. You got me sound like a cheap word. I mean, okay. (laughs) It's like pay us. In the context of this podcast and the brand Pizza and Profanity, like, what do you guys think Pizza and Profanity is? Fat people. (laughs) As stated by TikTok guy. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, um, first thing on our agenda, let's talk about family. Ooh, the fun one. So, like, you know, white picket fence, the whole leave it to beaver. Like, just, just like, think about it, you know, like, and the views of what we're, 
you know, program or taught or supposed to be. You know, families is supposed to be that thing that, all right, every family should be this model. But in reality, it, it honestly cannot be that model because every family is different. You know, you have people that like to have fun. You have the religious families. You have people that are just terrible at family stuff. Yeah, I mean, and people's skills and interests are different and varied in so many ways. Yeah, so, um, you know, because in, in the belief of a lot of people, you know, people believe, like, marriage is this huge thing to have families. But as we go on in life, we see that, you know, people could be together for, like, 20-plus years, decide to get married, and they're divorcing, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, why do you think that happens? I think, you know... Any relationship, even, I mean, we've all been there where, like, things are going really good with somebody, and then you decide to, like, call it something else, and then it just, it changes the dynamic, and marriage is a big step, and even, you could, you could love somebody wholeheartedly, but the idea of marriage, the whole involving the government in it, it, it really, like, gums up the works. There's a lot of things you have to do differently, like, I mean, there's this whole thing, I mean, I got married and I didn't change my name and I work with a lot of men and like they are like why didn't you change your name I'm like it's none of your business like why is that a thing you know so there's there's a lot of things that on both sides you know like women you change your name it's almost like you're being possessed by the man like your possession you're becoming his property i mean and that's kind of why it was it was like i will label this woman mine and okay you know there is something like romantic about that but it's also kind of like it's it's so old and i don't know mainly i didn't change my name because like it's a whole to do like you have to like go and present like so much shit to the government that it's like i'm not fucking doing that i'm not sitting in your office for five hours to do this shit like yeah, Stay you, the fuck out of my life. Yeah, because you gotta you gotta change your ID. You gotta change your yeah. Your, so many things. All your bank information. Like it's a huge inconvenience to change your name. So that's why I didn't. But like the fact that like people look at me like, you know, like like it's some kind of thing. But anyway, back to like again the perception that like you have to do this thing because now you're married, or. When are you going to have kids? When are you going to buy a house? You know, like, people immediately, like, once you label something, now there's outside expectations of what I think marriage is or what I think family is. I think it's a good thing that you, like, mentioned the kids part because, you know, there's people that, you know, from the jump, the relationship, you know, they're for, they're for it with it. They're like, I don't want to have kids. Yeah. And, you know, they get married and they just don't want to have kids and they have that outside pressure of people telling them, like, hey, you need to have a kid. You need to have someone carry on your name, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, kids kids change a lot, you know, like, kids change relationships. People don't understand that because, you know, some people don't have kids, but it changed, you know, because a lot of the times, like, a side of a person that you may not have seen before, you know, from the stress of having a kid might come out. Right. You know? They're, they're different. They're not, I mean, it changes you. Yeah, you know, it changes your routine. Like, you know, because you got a tiny human. You got to clean their butt, kids, feed them. No offense to children, but like, you could say like, it's a huge inconvenience, you know? Like you, it's family. It's, you did the thing. You, 
whatever, but like it changes everything. I, I wouldn't say like he was inconvenience because I love my daughter. Like, you know, like a lot of the times I was just partying and stuff, and now, you know, I can just sit at home, chill with my daughter, watch some Paw Patrol. I don't care, you know, but um, I would honestly. I can't label it as an inconvenience. I mean, to some people it may be, you know, but... I'm... Inconvenience may be the wrong word, but it is... I say inconvenience because of the thing where, like, when you have a kid, you have to take time off of work to do also their shit. You know what I mean? Like, you... Like, it's already hard enough to, like, take days off to, like, go to the doctor for yourself, but now you have to, like, go for a kid. You have to go to their school stuff. You have to do these things. And... Again, I don't have kids, so I'm speaking from a place of complete outside ignorance, and I have no idea. But I just, for me, looking at it, I'm going, oh, that's a lot. I am I feel kind of, like, happy that I don't have to, like, deal with a lot of these things. That I can, like, step in, like, have a little bit of fun for the day and be like, peace out. I, I like that. But maybe it's just, like, settling with reality. Nah, I, I, I mess with my daughter. I think the problem is, is having stupid aunties like Chelsea that to buy her toys for her to obsess over and cry about when she can't find it. I didn't want the crying. Where's my cat? Where's my cat? Where's my kitty cat? Mean. (laughs) That's not mean, bro. You're the one mean to me. You gave her the freaking cat now. Last yesterday, you know, she couldn't find it and she had a whole meltdown while you're at home. So maybe the friends are causing the inconvenience to the parents. <laughs> you ever thought about that? Hey, I could have bought her something that, like, was uh, noisy and made a lot of noise. I didn't. I, I, I bought her a stuffy, like... I, I, I appreciate the stuffed animal, but, you know, <laughs> she's at that age where she's, like, you know, like, it's, like, the mind stage, you know? Like, like where's my this? Where's oh, my yeah, that? Yeah. You know, so... You know, so for all you uncles or aunts, like, stop being annoying. <laughs> Second of I all. Just, I just saw something cute and anything in my niece, and I was like, I want to get her this. Second of all, y'all, y'all don't come here, come to my house, cause chaos, and then leave. <laughs> it's the greatest thing it's ever. It's not the greatest thing ever. It's, my, it's, my parents gave my grandfather a child's drum set at Christmas one year. <laughs> like... When me and my cousin were, like, four or five years old, like, they knew what they were doing. <laughs> it, uh, it didn't stay at Grandpa's house very long, but, yeah, they knew what they were doing. That's so there crazy. is, there is some, like, chaos built in. <laughs> That's absolutely crazy. I could have done that, and I did not do that. You're welcome. Just yeah, know, I, mean, I know the power that I hold. I mean, like, you know... I think, like, a very, since we're even on this topic of kids and stuff, you know, um, the reality of, you know, people have this belief that you can, you can treat every kid the same way and that formula is going to work for every kid. And that necessarily doesn't work because everyone has different personalities, you know? Mm-hmm. And especially people from outside, you know, like, they always try to tell you what to do with your kid. Right. But, you know, they don't understand how it is. To even operate with that kid, you know. So, if you don't have kids, I'm not even saying if you don't have kids because there's people that don't have kids, but have been around kids enough to know how they operate. Mm-hmm. But if, if you don't have kids, if you've never been around kids, or you don't know how they operate, what they do, like you know, because kids, kids can start crying, 
And people are like, oh, you should pick them up, you know, like, for what? You know, like, you can go check on them, make sure they're not hurt or nothing, but sometimes kids, kids cry for attention, and that's the reality of it. You know, they can just cry, and they're waiting for someone to pick them up to see if they can, if they can get their own weight or, or not. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Chelsea, but, you know, she's an adult now. I still win, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a podcast, so I guess you do win, sadly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, it goes to show, like, my perception of having kids is inconvenience and, and these kind of things where the reality is, like, yeah, sure, you have days where you're like, man, that that's a lot, but you enjoy it. Oh, I, I enjoy every second with my daughter, whether she's throwing a tantrum, whether she's just being a brat, whether she's having a time with her life, like, I enjoyed every second of it because... You know, honestly, a lot of people don't know. Like, you know, she was basically playing, in a sense. And it's Chelsea's fault. <laughs> Runs fast. I, I didn't have that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Runs fast. I mean. Runs fast. Anyways, um, you know, like, kids are a blessing, but the reality is, if you're not ready to have a kid, don't. Because it, it is not for the weak. Like, you know, especially in the early stages, if your kid, like, like my kid did have, like, you know, like, health problems and stuff, it is, it's not easy, you know, like, you just sit there and you wonder, like, why me, God, you know, like, but, you know, you just gotta stay strong, stay strong for your kid, because, you know, we overcame those difficulties, and now she's healthy, striving, living life, and... Beautiful. Beautiful. I made a pretty baby. Yeah, you did. And I'm not. I'm not just saying that because it's my kid. Like some people do. I'm honest. <laughs> you know, those people with those ugly babies be like, "Oh my god, my baby's so cute." <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I mean, like a lot of people are always asking if I'm gonna put my kid in bottling. I'm like, why the hell would I do that? I'm slower living life. I mean, you see what Disney did to all them pretty kids. All crack babies, Daniel Lovato. Let her decide what she wants. You know. Yeah. If 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 she's seven years old and says I want to do this, you gonna let her do it? Depends on what it is. Right. I mean, you gotta you gotta take the world with the cases. Yeah. Like, does this make sense for us? Yeah. I mean, if she's older and she's just like, oh, you know, like, like I want to do that. Like, you know, like you gotta keep an open mind mm-hmm. because. You, know, you have like, to let your kids try stuff, too. You have to let them try things and fail at stuff. Because, you know, if you're always told, like, no, you can't do that, you're just never going to try nothing. You're going to be crazy. But you have to almost, like, humble, get humbled and, like, like I want to go do, like, gymnastics. Well, okay, you're fucking clumsy, but have at it. Because nah, you'll quit, you know? I know, you're my kid. That's the, that's the child abuse. No, I, I'm just saying, like... You kind of have to let your kids, like, understand that, like, not everything's for everybody. But they have to be able to try. You can't just shut them down. You have to support whatever they want to try to do. If they feel that they can do that, give them the courage. Don't fucking get in your kid's head, you know? Alright, let's... You know, we're, we're on a really good path with the kids part. Like, you know, I know we got other stuff to talk about. But I think this is a good path, you know, because... You know, people, like, I think previous episode we even spoke about this of, you know, the step-parent versus the actual parent. Yeah, like, the you know, things like, that happen in life, you know. You know, like, some people still to this day don't consider a step-parent to be a parent at all because 
they think that blood defines family. I don't think so. I mean, you you can you can make your own family what it is, and a family doesn't necessarily mean you know grandma, grandpa, mom, and a dad, and a brother and a sister, and a dog and a cat. Um, you know, families are definitely comprised of many, many things. It could just be like a group of dudes in a frat house. They would consider themselves a family, just like sorority sisters, just like a bunch of coworkers at a pizza place. Like, you know, you, you have your tribe and, and that's, that's very cool. So I think when it comes down to like, you know, families, like we all know the traditional family, the leave it to beavers, the whole fucking thing. But like. That's, again, not reality for many of us. There's there's divorce and step-parents and, you know, sometimes, like, you have siblings really raising you because your parents are working two jobs. Um, or you have, you know, other, other generations of your family raising you because your parents are busy or dealing with their own life. Um, you know, shit happens. So family is definitely a, a very broad thing, so... I think even when it comes to, like, divorce, too, like, you know, like, a lot of the times people always assume a little bit, like, infidelity happened or, like, abuse happened or, you know, but, like, you know, sometimes there are cases where it just, it's not working, you know? Right. And I mean, you, you can. You can you can really love somebody and it just doesn't because, work. Because, like, um, I was watching this dude on TikTok. Uh, I believe his name is Nate Jackson. This comedy. <coughs> Sorry. But he does comedy and, you know, a lot of these comedians, when they have their shows, they usually post content of their crowd work. Mm. And not actual material that they tell for jokes. Right. You know, because a lot of it, you know, when they do the crowd work, that, that will drive up the interactions of like, because, you know, people like the interactions with the crowd and stuff like that. But there was this this couple, they were side by side, and they were actually divorced. Mm -hmm. And they lived in an apartment complex, and their units were side by side. You know, they had a kid together, you know, and they were out together to the comedy show. They considered it to be a safe date. You know, they know that nothing's going to happen. Right. But, you know, they still enjoy... You have somebody to do life with. Yeah. And you know? without the... The, the, expectations of anything more. Yeah. You know? It's and, beautiful. And I never even look at that perspective of things, you know, because a lot of the times people see divorce or just like, I'm completely done with that person. You know, like, and, you know, it could ruin children, but like, uh -huh. but that kind of setup is just like, you know, I think it's a positive environment for the kid to, to thrive in because you can, you're still easy to access family dinners with both parents there. You know, you can always see whichever parent because they're yeah, side by side you big know? events they're around for you know so that that was one perspective we never see because you know in my view of divorce you know or whatever i present divorce as is as the moment you get divorced is it's over yeah don't call my family don't call my mama don't call my father don't don't talk to me if it doesn't involve the kid don't talk to me and like you know a lot of the times that's not how how it works because at the end of the day, you even though like you know stuff might not work out, at one point you did love that person, and you should never wish ill will against that person. Right. Yeah. I mean, my parents split up when I was like twelve, thirteen, 
So they had, they still had some life to deal with with each other with me until I was 18. And it was, you know, it was interesting because like, I, I, I knew my parents weren't like that cookie cutter family, Yeah. but I also didn't know like divorce was happening. And when it happened, I was just kind of like, huh, all right, well, what's that going to be like? Yeah. You know, and things didn't really change for me. Like they both showed out for like. You know, I played softball, they came to that, they came to all the stuff that I needed to do for school, and, like, um, you know, so those things were there, but, like, I did, you know, there was, like, when I had to go with my dad for weekends, like, if I want to hang out with my friends, it, like, made him feel bad, but it was, like, I did the same thing with my mom's weekends, where I was, like, I just want to hang out with my friends, I'm 13, like, this is what we do, um... You know, but as far as my parents go, like, they, you know, they did have some knockdown drag-out fights. Um, and there were a long time where I was the messenger. Like, my mom would be like, tell your father this, and, you know, whatever. But, like, the divorce was not good. They had bad time there. Um, they both were like, you you did this, and you did that. Um, but after everything was said and done with the divorce, they were they were civil. They were amicable to an extent where it was like... I would know when my mom was frustrated over something my dad hadn't done. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there, there were, there were shortcomings on both sides. Neither one was like a, 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 the most fantastic parent in the world. They weren't the cleavers, but they did what they could with what they had. And, um, you know, actually after like I graduated and I was 18 and I was out of my mom's house, my parents actually had like a far better relationship. They would talk on the phone for like five hours at a time. Like just wild, you know? And I'm like... Are you the problem? I, I probably... <laughs> I don't... Kids, that's that's why my perception is like kids bring on stress. My parents were a party couple. Like they had a good time together and that's how I ended up here. So... Maybe I, you know, like, I ruined that vibe in a way. But, like, things happen. And, you know, again, I was 12 years old before they got divorced. So there were a lot of things that had to happen over time for my mom to really consider, like, I'm out of this. You know, this is the best case. So, um, but it wasn't, you know, there wasn't abuse. There wasn't infidelity that was involved in the divorce. So... I don't know. I mean, I was 13. Like, I was oblivious to anything, so why would I know any of those facts? But I can say for sure, like, sometimes, you know, the relationship dynamic just changes because, again, now they were a new title. They were divorced. So now they actually, like, had to work on being friends again to deal with their child. (laughs) Yeah, that's, you know... That's, that's, a, that's a very solid point. Oh, shoot. Oh, no. That's a very Text solid word. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very solid point. It's nice for you to share that. Like, I didn't know you, I didn't even know you played softball. Yeah. That's news to me. What position were you? Um, I played third base and I was shortstop for a little while, but I wasn't, I'm, I was not quick enough because, like, I'm short. But, <laughs> um, I also was catcher for a long time. Um, outfield like I it was it was community league so we just kind of got a little bit of everything gotcha gotcha right, moving on the family business because you know people love when we talk about family dynamic Ooh, do they (laughs) yeah they do actually our family episode was probably one of our best rated episodes you know but um let's 
go more into it. Um, politics. Ooh, <laughs> those fakers. <laughs> politics. I just want to like point out about fakers with politics and like what you see is not always what you get. Have you heard about Ron DeSantis shoes? No. They are saying that this man is wearing straight up heels. Like he's wearing lifts in his shoes. He has some weird looking shoes. Like I want to pull up a picture and show it to you because I watched this video. Um, they are really roasting him because he is a short man. But his shoes are like, he's wearing like cowboy boots almost that have like a, a heel, but like the front of them is like lifting up like it's empty. Oh yeah. So you see how they're like putting like, <laughs> look at this shoe. Like, <laughs> it is probably like, it's, it's strange too, because when he sits, like his pants rise up so much and like the anatomy just, it looks like he is wearing straight up. Poco heels. Anyway, so that's just one faker. Yeah. But um, I think the biggest thing about politics is a lot of the times people think politicians are for the people. And they're really not. If you if you honestly if you honestly follow politics, when when is the most times we hear from politicians? Like when is the most time you hear from them? Oh, voting year. It's usually the year before voting and then going into that voting year. Yeah. Election time. They're going to change everything. You know, they're going to come out empty promises after empty promises after empty promises. But what a lot of people don't realize is a lot of these politicians, they don't work for the American people. They're working for their donors. Yeah, who paid me last? So, if, say like gun rights, you know, like, that's that's a huge debate, you know. We're both people that, you know, like are okay with firearms. You know, I'm I'm licensed. You don't have to be licensed because of Florida laws. For Florida law change, you know, about who can yep. carry concealed, and um, you know, we're all for gun rights, but responsible guns. You know, like yeah, absolutely. Cause, you know, like not everyone should own a gun. I'm sure we have family members that were like. If this person owns a gun, I'm never going going around them because they're very unstable. It's 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 just how life is, you know. Right. But you know, like a lot of the times, a huge debate, and you know, it usually happens after like there's a mass shooting in America because you know for some reason we're becoming a lot more famous for our mass shootings. You know, it's quite unfortunate a lot of people pass away. You know, just the senseless violence. But when it comes to those times, you know. These politicians are being persuaded to vote certain ways because people are paying them, like you know, like 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 the NRA. They're gonna be like, "Here's fifty k for your campaign. I need you to vote against this. Yep. Or I need you to vote for this law." And that's what they're gonna do because that's who's funded their campaigns. That's who's like you know giving them a little money here and there, you know, underneath the table. People don't know about it, but you know, a lot of people can't be that stupid. Yeah, I mean, when you tap into, like, these mega packs that the politicians, or super packs and everything, like, the amount of checks that these guys get from evil corporations, number one, two, and three, which, you know, BlackRock, Vanguard, and, you know, like, they're all out there, and they own everything already, so they're pushing their agenda, and if you don't know that, do a little bit more research, of course, they don't make it that simple that you can just 
Google. Connect those dots, but like you can connect enough dots and realize that these mega corporations are funding your favorite and least favorite politicians. Um, these guys and ladies are quite literally always in somebody else's pocket, and that's why you know you have Democrats that don't always vote blue, they start voting red. It's because they owe somebody else favors and then they'll inherit seats that owe favors. Yeah. So these people who come in and go, I wanna make a lot of changes. Well, guess what? You can't because you're already in debt. So politics is pretty crooked and I'm no expert, but I think everybody knows that. Yeah, I mean, you can also like, you know, like again, like you said, like there's Democrats that may go against fellow Democrats and vote or Republicans that might go on the blue side and vote a certain way based on certain bills how they feel and I think a lot of the times like you know like these politicians forget that they're represented their district you know people vote you in to act a certain way but if you look at it in a sense of how the political structure is you know everyone that's on the blue side is expected to vote for whatever they believe in from the from the top leaders in that group mm-hmm. and the same way it goes on the red side say this side like today like all right we're not we're, we're gonna fight to keep gas cars everyone that red side expected to vote that way and the people that don't vote that way is gonna get ridiculed and say like oh you're one of them and blah blah and it goes from the other side too it's like you know like the American people, we don't want we don't want sheep, you know. We want you to represent your district, yeah. you know, like because we're voting for you to have your opinion, and your opinion needs to reflect our views on the certain things. So if you're just voting because your party leaders tell you this is what we're gonna do and it's what it is, then that's not a representation. That's you're following how one 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 like one or two people how they feel about certain things. That's like a president. If a president is for a bill, you know, whatever, whatever, uh, whether he's Democrat or Republican, whatever he's from, you know, if he's like, all right, I want to do this, everyone is on his is his party, he's he's expecting them to vote a certain way. Right. That's why, like, you know, a lot of times when Trump was in office and people didn't vote a certain way for him, you know, he's just like, you know, how dare you? Yeah, you know, I'm gonna get rid of you. Yeah, and, you and know, I mean. To some extent, they're both right. Like, like yeah. you say, you know, you you want your district leaders to to play their role and vote for the people that put them there. I mean, you come from this area, you know what we need. That's kind of the the expectation, the the perception that that's going to get the job done. But then when you go in and like Big Boss says, "Hey, this is what we're doing," you're like, "Crap!" So now, in order to approve, make the Big Boss happy. You go in and make a bunch of other backdoor deals and you give in on stuff. You give in on, you know, puppy mills and gun rights and and all kinds of crazy shit because you have to now make this good. So that's why a lot of deals get just like swapped around and stuff passes that you never thought would and goes, you know, when you when you dig in, these bills typically have like riders that will be like, okay, we want to pass a ban on guns on AK-47. So let's just give like a crap example here. But on that ban, it also says like, we're not going to sell nicotine products to anyone on Sundays before 2 p.m. 
you yeah. know, like they just stick shit in there because like that thing will never pass on its own, but it'll go with another bill or, or law or something that they want that they know will pass. So they're like, Hey, you're, you're really for this. So sign this because it's this thing. Well, on page 47, it also says that they're, they're not selling cigarettes or they are, or puppies die, you know, like it, it's fucked up and everything's a push and everything's fucking now, now, now. So nobody reads anything. And then we find out that we're fucked. Somebody else paid the bill for it. <laughs> yeah, you know, like more in, into politics. Like if he if he even sh- scroll back to like twenty sixteen to Trump to the Trump time, you know when he first came in and you know like everyone was like because you got to think about it back in like two thousand eight when he, when Hillary Obama. first ran against Obama, you know Trump was cool with Hillary, you know, and. You know, he was helping her with her campaign against Obama and trying to get her in the office and stuff like that. Fast forward to 2016, you know. Now they're opponents. They're opponents. But and, are you going to say something? That was also Blue Trump. Yeah, but, but, but think about it, you know. I, I can't remember which debate it was, but when Trump was saying the, the system is rigged, the system is rigged, we all know the system is rigged. Yeah. But now he's saying the system is rigged. He's running for president. He's saying the system is rigged. So they asked him, how do you know the system is rigged? He's like, I know it's rigged because I, I, I benefit from it, you know? You know, like, in the history of American politics, right? Everyone at, well, not in the history, because I, I don't know how recent it was, where presidents start showing their tax returns when they run for presidency. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, because I, you know, I'm being here for, like, but like, you I don't know, know, but yeah, it is a newer thing, I think. Yeah, but you know, in his case, you know, he he, he knows, he knows he don't pay his fair fair taxes. But I think that's why a lot of people voted for Trump in a sense. No, not because he was like the best candidate, but honesty. You know, the American people want honesty. Like you know, we we don't want to hear any more lies. Like you know, like because. It's, it's all lies, bro. It is the president absolute... does not have to, but but every president since Richard Nixon has voluntarily published their returns. Yeah. So by him not doing that, they were like, "You sus, Don." But he because he, he knows he's no he's not paying his fair share because there are tax he's benefiting laws. from these things yeah. and all the the business tax write offs that you get by just you buy shit companies over and over again and they fail and you just get your money back. Yeah, pretty just, much. It's a write-off. And so that's why all all of these VCs are out here like just, yep, Kickstarter, let's throw $350 million at it. Because at the end of the day, if you fail with that money, they just, it's a write-off. Yeah. It's lost capital. And it's like, what? Well, that's how the rich stay rich. They, they dump their money over and over. And it's just, it's like bucket spending. You pour into this bucket, which pours into that bucket, and that bucket, and that bucket. And that's why... Companies fold a thousand of them, and that's what Donald Trump was doing for a long, long time. He was buying and selling his own companies at higher value than they're worth, and that's what he's being currently sued for. And like, uh, I think the most hilarious part about his um, campaign and parts of his presidency is that you know he was always about America first. And the hats, the shirts and stuff were all being made in China. 
Well, that that's one of those things where, like, there are a lot of things, even now, where, like, it says, when you buy something online, it says ships from. Yeah. Right? And so now, a lot of things say ship from USA. Well, it's shipping from all these hubs, like Brooklyn, Cincinnati, Chicago, Port of Miami, L.A., and it's because all these Chinese companies just pack the orders, send them on ships, on long boats, and then they get over here, and then the origin scan happens. So it's like, you get your shipping notification, like, wow, I bought this thing on Timu, and oh, it's so fast. <laughs> well, then it takes still four weeks to get to you, and it's like, ooh, I know stuff from Cincinnati doesn't take four weeks to Florida, like, no way. Yeah. But it's because they're doing that, so... Him and his people may not have known. Maybe they're really that dumb. They didn't look that far into it. But it's like, you look at a lot of these companies where it's like, Hanes, you associate Hanes with like an American company. Well, they have factories in um, South America, in Asia, and like in a few other parts of the world. And it's just, to say it's their factory isn't necessarily it. It's like, they get their supplies from this manufacturer that is. They might buy cotton bundles from China. They might, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's not necessarily, like, this is direct Chinese labor. A lot of times it is. Not going to say it's not. But the the Made in America stamp is so loose that, like, I don't know. It, it, it means so little. Absolutely. And, you know, people don't understand that stuff made in America is going to be the most... Some of the most expensive things in the world. That's like, you know, like a lot of people, they, they're they like, oh, the immigrants are stealing my jobs, blah, blah, blah. But mostly a lot of the immigrants are doing the farming. Americans, they're not, most of them are not going to do the farming. You know, they're not going to work on the farm because, you know, farming itself is not really that Automation's much. Automation's taking a lot of people's jobs to yeah. be fair. You know, like a lot of a lot of AIs and stuff are taking over. Yeah, I mean, you look at DoorDash, Uber Eats. Take that for example. That takes away the sixteen-year-old girl at every restaurant on the phone, taking in walk-in orders and all these things. So, that's a job. Yeah, but I mean, uh, if we deep dive into that, like, it 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 depends because a lot of people they they like to order Uber and DoorDash because. You know, if the order's messed up, it's it's a lot easier to get a refund, in, in a sense, because you're not guaranteed to get a refund from Ubers or or DoorDash, you know. But yeah, there are times it doesn't happen. They straight up dropped uh, our order off at somebody else's house. Like the picture and everything was definitely somebody else's house, and they still didn't give us our money back. It's yeah, rough. you know. So, but you gotta think about it. Like a lot of people, in in our especially our time, you know. Ordering DoorDash and Uber is not because, like, all right, this is the cheapest way to go. It is not. It's more expensive. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, like, people are going to upcharge because to use DoorDash and Uber, you know, they might have a 24% fee because it's not cheap to have those services. They're expensive. Because the only time it's cheap is if you use your own delivery drivers to deliver the products. But a lot of people, they like the convenience of, I can track my order and see where my food is at. I can track my order. I can be ready for it. And I don't have to get put on hold yeah. the second I call. I don't have, maybe I have a speech impediment or a language barrier. You know, like how many times did somebody call 
and like it was a little kid translating to their parents or whatever you know it's things like that where your phone is in your your native language and you can order exactly what you want to the extent of the app's ability and i think that that for me i'm a picky person i like to take things off add things on i like that i like knowing exactly what I can do with stuff because there's some stuff I would never try on a menu because I don't know, like, can I get it without? Or is it one of those already made things? So, I don't know. Like, I don't want to sit there with a waiter or waitress and be like, can I do this? Can I do this? Can I do this? Can I do this? (laughs) I will look at a menu on DoorDash or Uber Eats and see, like, do I want this thing, you know? Um, So, I, I definitely, like, I'm a delivery person. Yeah. I'm 50-50. But one thing about delivery, it's not always what you think you're going to get. Sometimes you get some delivery and it is jacked up. And if you're ever ordering with Chelsea, guarantee something's going to be messed up. I have the worst luck. Like, for probably a good, like, 17 years of my life, anytime I went anywhere to eat with another human or multiple humans, my order was wrong. They didn't have the thing I wanted. Like, there there was a time, like, the waiter was literally, like, walking out, like, the whole big tray of food to our table, and, like, he dropped the whole fucking tray, and it was like, are you kidding? You know, like, just shit like that fucking happens to me. So, I guess moral of the story is, it sounds like a good idea to go out to eat with Chelsea, but reality is something's gonna get fucked up. And these days, it's me. I'm the one getting fucked up. Expeditiously. (laughs) <laughs> whatever the T.I. says whatever right. <laughs> T.I. says moving on this one was a plan but it just came to my mind mm-hmm. reality versus fake okay should men show their feelings yes wholeheartedly yes because Okay, I, I don't think that everything, every step of the way needs to be, like, sappy and emotional. But absolutely, like, tell me what the fuck's going on. If you need space, just say you need fucking space. Like, we're adults, it's simple. Just tell me what the fuck you need, bro, and you'll get it. Like, it's... I Why do I have to fucking decode everything? And I get it, I'm a woman. I absolutely make you fucking work for it. But, like, you should. <laughs> That's just the way it is. I don't know. I, I realize it's a fucking double-edged sword. But again, like, men have this whole thing where it's like, I'm not fucking talking about it. I'm not gonna fucking call you weak, bro. I just wanna know what's going on. That sounds a little deep. There's a lot of F-bombs in that one. That sounds... Well, look at all of you. Woo! Gosh! Woo! F this, F that, if, 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 if. Woo! (laughs) Damn, look at that. I don't like that whole macho thing. Like, I ain't gonna talk about it. Like... Just tell me what you want. But that, that's just society, right? You know, like, when a younger younger boys are showing emotion, you know, they tell them stop being, stop being like a little girl, you I know? I know, and that's awful, honestly, like, because then you just, like, stop them from fucking processing emotions at all, and then we end up with fucking jacked up shit. So someone's, I, someone's definitely mad about this thing. Whoa! Time out. <laughs> I do. I think they should. I just, I really think that, like, I think everybody should get on a place where they understand their feelings and know how to talk about them. Male, female, in between, whatever you want to be today. Like, 
just know what you want and be able and comfortable to say that. I, I think I'm the or one of the kings of suppressing my feelings and doing the ignore game. What do you think? Hadn't noticed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, she, it drives her nuts all the time when it, especially when she knows something's wrong with me and I'm just like, I'm fine. She's like, I'm an empath. Like, like I have to like, I'm like, please, I want you to be better. <laughs> She's like, she's like, she's like, she, and then it's just so annoying too, because then she starts like, she's like, she's like, what did I do to you? Are you mad at me? I'm like, what, what are you talking about? Just, just, yeah. I really get so like uncomfortable and not okay with reality when I think somebody's mad at me. Yeah. I just want to fix it. And I usually end up making it worse. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I don't have a son. I have a daughter. So, I mean, if I, if I'm blessed with a son, you know, like. I think the main part is to, you know, teach my son, like, hey, you know, it's okay to have bad days. If you don't want anyone to see you because you're embarrassed, like, you know, like, you can cry to yourself in the shower. Like, it's perfectly normal to have emotions because, you know, different things affect different people. Mm -hmm. You know, like, someone can, uh, you know, have a deaf, you know, to a close grad parent or something. You know, you want to break down and cry, but, you know... Men, we're, we're taught, like, you know, we need to be strong. We can't show emotions, you know, like, you know, like, if we act a certain way, oh, you're being gay, you know, like, you know, like, so rough. it's just, just how it is. It's just how the expect, expectations are. And if I were to have a son, you know, I was sitting down, just like, look to you, like, all that, all that macho, that, that macho man stuff, like, you know, it's... It's just a front, bro. Like, you know, like, people complain, like, oh, our men are getting softer and softer, but it's just the reality of it. You gotta evolve. Because all these dudes that don't know how to handle their emotions are having all this built up anger, and then they start taking out their anger on the people around them. Yes. You know? And it is not fair to people. You know, because you can't control your emotions as a grown person. Mm -hmm. You know, like, we're all adults. We should be able to communicate effectively. You know, whether we like it or not, we should be able to sit down, have a conversation, especially about feelings, you know. Like, you know, you may think, like, oh, a woman may think you're weak because you're sharing your emotions, but in all reality, all she's praying for is you can tell her what the hell is going on. Yeah, just be, be honest with people. I mean... The truth shall set you free. But but really, that is, like, understanding and being able to process emotions and effectively speak on them is huge. And that's something that we all should have the ability for. I'm not saying you have to, like, process in detail every emotion and, and, and say them out loud, but at least understand them to an extent that when somebody asks you about yourself that you know, like what's going on and can can say it i mean sometimes you just like what's going on with you and you get like just like a blank stare and it's like the fuck <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah. it, be able to talk to people and just say like what it is not now something just anything <laughs> um but again that is it, it can be one of those things that's very hard for people because they never learn to do it because of ridicule and 
being feared of, you know, seeming weak or you don't want to explain an emotion because it, it could be hurtful. It could be something that you know deep down is like, this, if I tell you the truth, this could hurt you. And I care so much for you that I don't want to hurt you. So I just, I'll deal with it. And honestly, like, I think that probably does more harm to you than it would in the moment to the person hearing bad news. So maybe work on it and write it down, see if it helps you understand. And if not, you know, write it down, like text it, email it, send it in a fucking note, carrier pigeon, like get that shit out. You don't always have to tell the person, but like get it out, see how it feels. And then maybe tell the person. And if we were to speak on emotions on both sides, Mm -hmm. um, I think one emotion when it comes to cheating. Okay. Like jealousy. Not not the jealousy part, like or not well it's not jealousy, you're cheating, you messed up, right? Um very one thing about cheating is whether male or female, you know, people have the tendency to go attack the other person. But not confront their the person that they're with. Deal with your own demons. You know, like say, like you know, like say, like for me, like if my woman is cheating, and I'm not gonna go attack that dude because I'm like, what is what he? What did he do? He, you know, because you know? because that guy does not owe me loyalty. He's not loyal to me. He doesn't owe me nothing. For for all I know, she could tell him that she's single or. You know, if the worst, worst worlds were reversed, you know, I, I was dealing with someone that could be like, hey, I'm single, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't think it's fair for people to attack someone else. I mean, if, it, if it's like constant the same person, like, you know, over time, you're just like, all right, now you know what you're doing, like, time for these hands, but I'm just kidding. But I think, like, you know, like, you know, we should always teach people, like, hey, if someone do you wrong, then that person do you wrong deserves all the attention. Because the outside party is just going to be that outside party. And you need to confront that person that you gave your trust, your belief, and all that to. And you need to tell them, like, look, this is what it is. I can't get past it and move on. You know, and the fact that, unfortunately, a lot of the times, you know, the jealous ex will come, come back and harm someone and stuff you know like and that's because people can't process their emotions can't process the fact like you didn't choose me and it's like sometimes it's just not about you either it's like the vibes was off i mean i hate to like say it so simply but but ultimately like sometimes like that's the thing you know why would you want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with you facts that's that to me is the ultimate like if you're not choosing me, why in the fuck am I putting time into this? Why why keep getting myself hurt? Why keep coming back for this when it's not serving me? It's not doing what I need it to do. Um, so, you know, that's on that's on each of us to go into relationships with the forethought that, like, you should be honest with those people and say, like, this is what I'm looking for. This is... These are my boundaries. These are the things that I will tolerate. These are the things I will not tolerate. And if it works, it works. Great. But, like, 
don't just like hide shit from people to like get in and be like I'm okay with this I'm okay with this and then go I really hate all the stuff that you're about because you're only yeah. gonna hurt yourself yeah and you know if if that's a thing like you have things that really irritate you like you don't want somebody to be a smoker or a drinker or whatever don't like be around for it and then be like you need to quit like this is who I was this is who I am um, well can I play devil's advocate on that sure what if you alright that's how you are you have kids wouldn't it be fair for the long term of you being a part of that kid's life for you to change your ways yeah of course But it's I. But it's also one of those things where, if you say you're gonna do the thing, I'm gonna support you. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you you need to do this, but if you say, I want to do this, and then you continue to just say I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit back and be like, you ain't never gonna do shit. I will call you out on your on your not do, because. It just seems for me like I'm I'm really more trying to push than anything. Yeah. It's it's probably a demotivator, but you know, that's the thing where it's like, hey, you said you were gonna do this and I want you to, to live up to your words, the things that you said you wanted to do at some point. So that's why I'm here pushing you. Um But, you know, it doesn't work. But like you said, like giving up bad habits because it benefits, you know, being in your child's life, things like that. Absolutely. Like if you're not choosing your kids first, then like, why do you got kids? That's my stance. To be a royal pain in the butt. (laughs) Damn. If I knew that had gotten you so fired up, I would even brought it up because it seemed like you want to fight some men. But anyways. All of them. All (laughs) of y'all. Anyways. I think the most important thing is food because they're fat <laughs> but you know like food like um, we sit here we see all these ads for food and especially like Burger King I think Burger King oh I've been let down so much I don't even <laughs> fuck with Burger King I think Burger Kings are the kings of having these ads that set these high expectations just and it's just like you get the sandwich you're like uh that's not what i saw on tv and i think it's quite remarkable to this day a lot of people don't know that half the food like food in quotation marks that they see on these ads aren't even real food not even real food it's like styrofoam modeling clay use glue sometimes so you know yeah glue for milk a lot yeah like it just just take a little like quick five minute turn to YouTube and look up like how do they film food ads and you will like lose your mind. Um, soda is usually not soda. Like there's so many things that are so faked for food and content that of course it looks good. I'm telling you, you want this thing. It's an advertisement, absolutely. Um, that's why like Joe Cool Camo. Everybody wanted to smoke cigarettes because that guy looked cool as fuck. Tell me why, but like it's the 80s. So advertisements are famous for that, leading you down a path and thinking like, man, this is gonna be a good burger. No, it's not, it's six dollars. <laughs> like <laughs> never will there be a good six dollar burger. Is it okay? Can I eat it for lunch? Sure. But I'm not like 
I need that. Yeah. Never. I'll settle for that. So definitely food is one of those that like definitely lets me down. And I, if, if I could, if, if food pictures had calories, I would be a big fat bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I I would say that bro. Cause you are absolutely, you know, like don't like for you as example as fake versus reality, even though you're like, I might be trying to be rude, but even though you're, you're like big. You know, you don't you don't eat like a big person. Like a little bird, it's fucking fucked up. Like, <laughs> she, she don't eat like a I don't big person. Eat, like if if I ate to get this body, like okay, I deserve it, but I don't deserve it. <laughs> she she is the queen of hey, let's get this 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 this. Hey, I already took like two bites. You want the rest? Like, or I'm gonna pack it up and go home. My eyes are so much bigger than my belly. Like, <laughs> I just I want all the things because I know it all tastes so good, and I can't like I have FOMO. It's bad, so I definitely want all the things, but like, no, I can't eat them all. I need to just have like a kids menu sampler. Yeah, that all. That's true. That should be my meal everywhere we go and. Honestly, more more places should have like little samplers like that. <laughs> like, like, give me two chicken tenders, half a burger, you know, like, come on. Two chicken tenders, half a burger, bro. You are ridiculous. Who's gonna eat the half of the burger? I don't care. Of course you don't care, bro. Okay, then maybe give me two chicken tenders, two sliders, and a mozzi stick, and call it a day. And you're still gonna have. One chicken tender, one slider. <laughs> <laughs> You're still gonna have leftovers, bro. Like I, I know you. I know it's really bad. Like I, every every time we eat, I'm like, you eat so much food. You're like, bah. yeah. Like I, I, I know her. Like yeah, I don't, I don't eat like my yeah, so body. That's, a, that's 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 a perspective, you know. Like yeah. I, I might be trying to be rude. It's just yeah, people a, probably see me coming into the restaurant. They're like, oh my god, nobody's going home. <laughs> <laughs> you are ridiculous holy 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 crap all right i mean look i know i'm not that fucking big but like i feel that big sometimes <laughs> when it's a bad day i never would feel like that don't be fooled bro she literally do not eat that much like it it is it is quite remarkable yeah like She's not going to be at the all-you-can-eat contest. Like, she's not going to be that one. She's going to be like, oh, that looks good. I want to try it. Tries it. Oh, it was pretty good. But, you know, I can't finish it, so. (laughs) I do. I just, I really, like, I like to graze on a little bit of stuff. Like, charcuterie, charcuterie, whatever. That shit, that's for me. Girl dinner, that's for me. (laughs) Yeah, man. I'd be fucking snacking. (laughs) That's my problem. I can just... I munch little things here and yeah. there. Like I'm an almond person. Like if you just leave out like a little thing, thing I'm munching. <laughs> See, me, I, I like I don't like to waste food, so I'm just gonna be eating. Yeah, it, like it's funny. My dad and my husband are both like those people where like they will eat something and like we're we're out to eat and I'm like okay, I'm finally ready to like start eating my food. And, like their fucking plate is like gone, and I'm just like holy shit. And I'm like how was it? And they're like, eh. <laughs> and I'm just like. Hey man, what? Sometimes when you're hungry, you know the worst. I food, have never been able to do that I ever can, in my life. But I'm hungry. 
I can do that, bro. I like. Yeah, you're another one. You do eat pretty quick compared to me. I, everybody's fast compared to me. Like, if the food doesn't taste good and I'm starving the whole day, like it's just something to stop a hole. I I don't care what it tastes like. Hot sauce can do wonders. Not me, man. Like I, it's gotta be good for me to eat it. No. I'm sorry. No, I I mean like um, like maybe maybe that's it. That's why I'm big because everything I. Eat, am eating is fucking good and it's bad for you (laughs) fucking everything coated in fucking butter and alfredo it's like how many grams of sugar in this like oh like 500 grams of sugar okay that sounds good my red bulls be doing me wrong yeah i i've i've been like trying to diet and stuff i get a unsweet tea with two pumps of sugar from duncan yeah? How's it, how is it, though? You got terrible. used to it? Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. But I'm used to it now. Like, the first time I had it, it was terrible. But now, cause, you know, I'm the one with the sweet tea, like, five, ten pumps of sugar. I have pictures of the, the sugar in the bottom of his tea. <laughs> and then, then you get to work, and I still put more sugar in there. Like, I used to be sugar, but now I get on sweet tea and just two pumps of sugar. Just to give it a little flavor. Give it a little something, a little something. You know, but... How people can drink just straight on sweet tea is beyond me. No, that's all I gotta me. say. Not for me. That's all I gotta I mean, say. I do like a green tea. Green tea's supposed to be really good. So like, I figure if I like take double doses of like green tea, eat some pineapple, some apple cider vinegar, I'll be skinny by summer. I can help you get skinny. Let's do it. Mangoes. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna die. You're gonna rock. Corpses is skinny. Cor- it's gonna be all bones. See, I when people say that that they're big bone. That drives me nuts. Nah, it's fake. <laughs> when when have you ever seen a big bone? Bones don't jiggle, bitch. <laughs> That's fat. Only That's, one of them do. They were like, I'm big bone. I'm like, what 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 is like when you? What well, bone goes like this, Oprah? <laughs> like, what if you go to do an X-ray? Am I gonna see this humongous bounce? <laughs> maybe maybe like a shack. Got some big bones. Got some big bones. Right? Like, he's gotta have bones bigger than, like, the next motherfucker. But, but, that's the the reality of there's no such thing as big bones. Okay, but if you took ribs out of Shaq and compared them to another person, they're fucking bigger. Okay, but that's not, like, you're not gonna be, like, Shaq ain't gonna be, like, you know, all this this fat, you know, and he's gonna be, like, I'm big bones. I'm pretty sure there's somewhere a clip that man saying he big bone. Well, Shaq does a little bit of everything, so it wouldn't even surprise me. He's it, everywhere, man. He never retired. Like, it would not surprise me. <laughs> you know, perception versus reality. Maybe we all are actually big boned. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> Just, just sad reality. Hey, I'm fat and not big bone. <laughs> Get a bone density test on this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and even if, you know, like, for all, for all we know, you know, like, it could be true. Like, you know, people could have bigger bones, but that is an excuse you for being fat. Like, I know, I'm fat, I'm proud, I don't care. You know, I love my body. I wake up every day. I'm happy. You know, because... I'm good with it. Like, why do you care if I'm fat? You know, like... But, you know, people change. It's not easy to lose weight, especially over 30, but... 
it is what it is. It is what it is, you know, like you can just try putting the effort and, you know, hope for the best. But people shouldn't be judging other people based on what, because you don't just know. Just wake up every day and listen to the rock song. Yeah, you know, like I was, I was skinnier, but then I got in that car accident and messed up my back. And then I just put on a bunch of weight because I stopped working out. But, you know, people don't understand what people go through. They just assume like, oh, you got fat. You know, but they don't understand the struggle or whatever you went through. Like, you know, like, psychologically, that car accident could have, like, messed me up. Because for a whole whole while, like, you know, driving on the turnpike past where I got in the accident, I was just like, oh, shoot. Here I go. Because when I, whenever I got in the accident, I was on the phone with my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking on the phone. And then next thing you know, you just hear me, like, radio silent. Not a word. So, you know, life comes at you fast. Unless you're big bound, then like comes at you at big bound. <laughs> ridiculous. How am I ridiculous, bro? I'm not the one that's big bound. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just. My fat. best friend, ladies and gentlemen, my best friend. I'm just fat. I'm Me just too. fat and not big bound. <laughs> ridiculous. How am I ridiculous? Dude? You know. I'm, I'm just saying, like, reality versus fake is the theme of the episode, you know? Like, I mean, yeah. Like, right. just straight up reality. Like, you just gotta take it as take it as what it is. I woke up today, feel a little bit big bound. <laughs> Would you wrap this, please? <laughs> Thirteen minutes and you go big bound. Wrap <laughs> me up, feeling a little bit bound. <laughs> All right, the very final part because I know this episode is gonna be a little bit longer because you just have me talking about this big bone nonsense. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, uh, like I was telling you earlier, we were talking about um, we're talking about first dates, and this thing is going viral. Where this girl got mad at her date because he took her to Cheesecake Factory for her first date. And she refused to get out of the car. You know, he got back into the car. She, she, She's the one that filmed it. He didn't film it. She's the one that's filming herself. And she's the one that posted the video, obviously. Oh, really? Yeah. And he got back in the car. He spoke to her. And he's like, what do you want me to do? You want me to take, take you home? And he did take her home. How do you feel about the reality of a first date of Cheesecake Factory? Like, I'm not mad at it. I, I'm not mad at anything that somebody else plans for us to do. I feel like if you think this is a good idea, like I'm going to lean into it. Yeah. You have to. Why are you going into a first date with all these expectations that you have? Did you lay that out on the table and this guy's still taking you to Cheesecake? Then shame on him. But I bet not. I bet not because... Then there goes that chance. There goes that opportunity because you know that's too much. I mean, if it was me personally, and you know me because I've told you this, King Petty's coming in. She would have had a walk home. I'm sorry. It's like, excuse me, man. Please get out of my car or go home. Or, or, I would ask her, where would you like to like me to take you? And she tells me her restaurant. I would go there, go inside, say I have to my car real quick, and leave. Because that's just ungrateful. And, you know, like, okay, cheesecake could be her preference. But I feel if you're getting to the stages of 
a first date, you should at least try to help them out in the sense of what I like. Right. If if chain restaurants are off the table, say so. Yeah. Just be upfront with who you are and what your expectations are. Yeah, like, hey, like, I really like this restaurant. What do you think about this? You know, like, is there something on the menu that you would like, you know? Because, right. you know, dating someone, you know, eventually you start building, you know, your favorite, your favorite places to eat together. Right. You know the places that make you both happy. Like, you know, like... For instance, like... There are places we can't take our significant <laughs> others and we go together. Because <laughs> they don't like seafood and they're animals. That's all I have to say about that. They don't like seafood. So we go on safe dates to go get seafood. We, we, we go get seafood together. They don't like seafood. So, you know, but... Thank like, you for letting me borrow them. <laughs> but like, it's true. Like They don't like seafood, bro. And I grew up on an island. I used to eat seafood all the time, bro. Like... You know, like, I should be down at fish markets, like, getting fresh fish, like, you know, like... They put shrimp in butter, so I'll go. Yeah, so, like, it's literally, literally, you know, like, you know what your people like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you compromise, because that's just what it is. Right. You have to have that compromise, and there's no way that she, you know, because, you know, she probably put that video out there... Trying to embarrass the guy, but I don't think she even got the reaction that she wanted because a lot of people were like, you know, it, it Cheesecake Factory is good, you know, like, and there was a lot of women in the comments on some of the videos I saw because, you know, once someone posts a video, everyone's going to share it on their Instagram as their own video and not put the credit. Right. Because, you know, everything's about views, you know. So a lot of people are like, hey, you know, they could have taken you to Wendy's or McDonald's, you know, or something, take you to Cheesecake. Yeah, I mean, Cheesecake Factory is not cheap, necessarily. Yeah, it isn't cheap either. You know, you can't get out of there for probably under 100 bucks if you guys do it all. I, I personally don't like Cheesecake Factory. My woman likes Cheesecake Factory. I think Cheesecake Factory is horrible, but that's just... It's me. overrated, bougie, and pre-made shit. Like, but, it's but, not worth what it is, but, but it's a big portion. But she, she loves Cheesecake Factory. So but, you go there and you get her her shit. But, you know, there's things on the menu that I, I can tolerate and eat, you know? Yeah. So it's not like, you know... What do you what do you get from Cheesecake Factory? I don't even know. I haven't been in, like, over a year. Do you have a cheesecake that you get? Do you know? No, I don't... My, I, you don't get cheesecake? From Cheesecake Factory? I'm fat. I'm not an animal. I don't like cheesecake. They have regular cake, too. I... I... I, I don't really like dessert after eating a meal. I'm not... Listen, don't even say nothing, bro, because you are the person that will eat two bites off of something and have things. So I don't want to hear it because women, you know, they will have a couple bites of the dinner, take it home as leftovers, and then eat dessert, whether it's ice cream, whether it's a piece of cake, or something. So if you're feeling attacked, that's the whole point. Dessert don't count. <laughs> Okay. I always got room for dessert. Give yeah. me brown and give me cookies. Give me ice cream. Yeah, see, I, I want to eat my meal. I don't have time for dessert, bro. <laughs> I, I don't. See, that's the thing. I have restaurants like Cheesecake Factory where I go in knowing you're getting dessert. Like, the only time I get dessert is if that's the only thing I'm going to eat. Well, see, maybe that is the plan. I know my ass. Little two bites. I'll pretend. Cheesecake for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, things may not be what they seem to be, and we gotta understand that 
well, we need to stop acting surprised when certain things happen because in reality, everything you see is just a facade. You know, whether it's like, you know, multiple news stations having the same script, you know, like people don't realize that. You can go search these videos. This is on the internet where they had like, like 10 or 15 different news stations all read out their name and read the same opening script to start the show. Mm -hmm. And that's just what it is. Like, you know, or... Because they're all really one true broadcast network. So yeah. they have one writer's room and they send out the script. Yeah. Here, this is what we're talking about today because the Democrats who bought us want us to talk about this. Or the Republicans that bought us want us to talk about this. Yeah. So, you know, like, I'm sure when, when, when they finally decide to show us aliens, people are still going to be like, aliens exist, you know? But I can't wait to meet my alien. There's a reason why aliens stop visiting us as frequent. 100%. 100%. We're the fucking dumbest fucking race of fucking humanity, fucking life ever. Especially with all these big bone people. <laughs> big bones. <laughs> you know, or... Or Chelsea thinks she can she can drive. That's just it's just a sad reality. <laughs> Shots fired. People you have no room. Hey, I get us from point A to B. A to B. If you need someone to get you from here to Orlando in two hours, we yeah, gonna call. That's true. I'm calling you every time. <laughs> Who Every motherfucking time. Who you gonna call? Jamal! <laughs> Who you gonna call? Ch Chelsea is a safe driver. There's nothing wrong with being a safe driver. No. But, I'm like, I drive like a grandma. I have no shame. I'm like, I will get there. But, her, but her safe driver... I'll antis, get there cussing, though. Her safe driver antis is the reason why we never made it to the fair. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Nothing less, nothing more. Good night! <laughs> Anyways, people, uh, don't forget to comment on our videos. They're coming back soon. I promise. Probably gonna be videos probably gonna out before this even airs. Um, tell us what you want to hear. You know, we're gonna continue to do little polls on Spotify and stuff for you to vote on. You know, and just remember to always be true to yourself. You can't, and you can't make everyone happy. Damn right, you cannot please everybody, so do you. Do you. Anyways, don't believe the BS. Have a brain for yourself. And understand that you may vote for someone, but that person is working for someone else. And not for you. And you still can't control that neither, so, yeah, so. don't lose it over it. It's, again, your perception versus reality. And Sometimes you gotta take a beat. Don't waste your savings donating to these campaigns because these people are getting richer while we're staying poor. But, you know, it is what it is. You guys have a good night, a beautiful night, and we'll catch you on Thursday. Bye!